Hi, this is Jesslyn Etchell, and I'm chatting with some of my favorite women in a series called Wildish Wise Women, Conversations with Everyday Goddesses. It's my passion to connect women and remind us that supporting one another is our greatest strength. These discussions are an extension of the in-person women's circles I lead in the Bay Area, and we'll explore a variety of topics. Thanks for joining us. I'm so excited to talk to Joy Bo today. She works at a grassroots agency in San Diego as a supported living coordinator, which includes creating inclusive housing situations for people with developmental disabilities. She's got over 10 years of experience working in social services in lots of different capacities, and she's also a round-the-clock creative consultant. She enjoys working with individuals one-on-one or organizing social projects in the community centered around her interest in the environment, art, and feminism. She is a contributor to the National Cat Protection Society, that does not surprise me, (laughs) and V-Day, a global nonprofit to end violence against women. Her goal is to dismiss personal and public stereotypes by helping citizens explore their unique gifts and connecting people of all abilities to creative opportunities in their own neighborhood. Yay, welcome, Joy. Yeah, that sounds pretty awesome, doesn't it? Yeah, well, that's what she's going to talk to us about today, how to find creativity just in our own space, um, day-to-day lives. How do we tap into creativity? So before we launch into that awesome topic, I just want us um, and anyone listening just to take a few moments to just take a few deep breaths just to kind of find the space. May each woman who needs the wisdom of this call find her way here. May we speak from the heart and create a wave of peace that radiates out on a global level. May each woman remember her sacred nature and feel the value of her presence in this world. What is your favorite thing about being a woman? Oh my gosh. Um, that's such a hard question. <laughs> um, I love I love everything about being a woman. I really do. I definitely am placed in like the right body. Um, <laughs> but um, gosh, the favorite thing I just think the capacity, like everything that is possible and being a woman, I I don't have kids, but I think um, being able to have children is pretty incredible. Yeah. Well, I like the answer. Everything. That's good too. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. So just um, tell me about how you really got interested in art and creativity in the first place. Like, do you have a background in it? Is it just something you innately really were drawn to? Mm -hmm. Um, Well, it's kind of funny because, um, I I have kind of an aversion to people who call me an artist or I guess an aversion to the term, Uh which is funny um, because I've been involved in art my entire life. Um, I basically think that that's because my parents never lost their ability to be creative people. Um, Neither one of them went to school or anything related to getting a professional degree in art. They just kind of were very resourceful people. Um, so growing up, my sister and I just kind of made interesting little things out of what we had lying around the house. And, um, you know, we were on a kind of limited income. So we would just kind of create different fun activities to keep us busy and occupied. And looking back, I think that really was kind of the start of my creative 
career, if you want to say that. Yeah, that's so cool because I think a lot of adults totally lose that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's funny because my parents are still very much involved in just doing fun little day trips or, um, you know, they're always working on something. And my dad is in his 70s, my mom is in her 60s, and it's just kind of like a way of life for them. And I really appreciate that about them. And I think that that has really instilled that kind of creative nature with within both me and my sister. Yeah. And um, what's what's the deal with the word artist? Why doesn't that sit well with you? <laughs> um, I know it's kind of funny. I, I need to probably think about that more. Um, but I, I just feel like it sort of has almost like a negative connotation. Just for me personally, maybe I have some ideas about that that need to be looked at. But um, I don't know. I just, um, maybe it's the, the professionalism behind it, or I, I have always kind of had this mentality that if you're an artist, you're making a living doing it, or you've been professionally trained. Um, so yeah, I kind of just usually call myself like a crafty person. <laughs> well, that works. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I've totally been trying to catch myself on this because for so many years of my life, I've always said I'm not a creative person. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying really hard to not say that anymore. And I just would love to hear your take on on people and creativity. And, and what if you're, I mean, I'm a reformed, uncreative person, I guess. <laughs> but I still, I still find myself falling into that trap, like, oh, I'm not creative. So uh-huh. I guess what can you say to someone like me out there that doesn't you know, feel creative? I, I hear that so much. And I find myself saying that too. I think it's just one of those things that, um, that we lose sight of. Um, I think that, you know, Picasso actually said it best. He has this really great quote. He says, every child is an artist. The problem is how to remain an artist once we grow up. Um, and I really think that, uh, we, we do just kind of lose sight of the practice of creativity. Um, because when you're, when you're little, it's kind of, your whole world is just exploring and playing around and kind of seeing where things go and, um, and then kind of as you get older, I guess either you learn it or um, you just adapt the mentality that you're an adult and adult have respon- adults have responsibilities. And usually the obligation of the responsibilities take priority over what I call electives, like the fun stuff that, you know, if you had endless supply of money or you miss- maybe you didn't have a day job or something, you would spend your entire life doing it. Um And I kind of think that usually um, people are a little scared of the term artist like I am or scared of being creative, creative in general. Um, I don't necessarily know what it could be for someone like you, because I view you as a really creative person. Um, (laughs) Thank you. But I think, you know, everyone kind of I think feels like that is reserved for someone who might do it better. or maybe you're not a professional, so you couldn't possibly be, you know, creative because it wouldn't be something that someone would buy. Um, but but I really do think that um, it's just a, a practice in unblocking that creative nature. Um, and I think it's actually really simple to do. Well, good. Then let's head there. What do you suggest for <laughs> unblocking? Um, um, this, it sounds like it's a perspective that we're taking about ourselves that has to sort of be shifted. I think it definitely is um, a perspective that can only be shifted by um, changing maybe some of your habits or changing the way that you do things, small measures every day. And just by 
embracing that practice, um, it kind of helps build your confidence. And then once you have the confidence to move forward with maybe just relooking at your daily uh, practices, then before you know it, you've done something 20 times or you've tried six different ways of creating something and and then you sort of have a, a little bit of a history so you're no longer a beginner and then it just kind of evolves from there okay so, so what's your what's your idea of um, something that someone could do as a daily habit that would sort of like flex their creativity muscle um well I think that there's a lot of different things that you can do in a really practical way um, I I think that inserting creativity into your rituals is probably the best way to start. Um, so for me, for instance, um, I'm not necessarily a morning person. So if somebody told me I'd have to you know, get up at the break of dawn and, and go take a painting class and with a bunch of different people that I don't know, I probably would not ever do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's not part of my daily ritual. But if someone said, you know what, when you get home from work, if you have a little bit of daylight left, Maybe go on a walk to the park and back and while you're walking around, notice the different colors on the trees or um, maybe take little mental photographs of the same color that you see repeatedly or um, in the morning, you know, when you get up and you're making coffee, maybe do something creative with your meal. Um, so I think it really is about practicing in, in practical ways that make sense to the individual. Yeah, so. that, that kind of stuff sounds super doable. I would never think about looking for colors like that on a walk. That sounds like something that a kid would think of, actually. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, let's find all the colors. And um, I love it. I mean, that that's a great way to engage. It's really simple. Creative parts of your brain that probably for most of us are pretty, um, are asleep. <laughs> yeah. Well, the first thing that I would say is really to kind of get you going in that direction um, is to really focus on the doing and not the outcome. So, you know, like if you if you are starting this adventure and you want to, um, you know, maybe tomorrow, like just give it a little test run and see it, what happens. It would I think the best way to start would just to be in the moment of whatever is going on. It doesn't have to be something that you have to like make time for, set aside an appointment to be creative. Although some people, maybe that's their ritual. Maybe that's what works for them. And that's completely fine. Um, but I think that sometimes people get caught up in the idea of there has to be requirements to participate or, um, you know, we, you have to like commit to doing it. It doesn't necessarily need to be that way. I think it's mostly about, um, what's going on in the, in the moment, you know, what do you, what could you, how could you spin a different way of doing something that you do every day? Okay. I like that a lot. So could you give us some specific things that we could do? I mean, I know you, you gave a couple ideas about your daily life, but what if you do want to sort of dive into like more like a project, mm -hmm. um, something that would be really fun to add to your weekend or maybe not something you do every day? Mm -hmm. um, well, there's a lot, a lot, a lot of different things <laughs> that you could do. Um, I think it kind of depends on um, – on what your lifestyle looks like. Um, so I can give you some examples, um, things that I hear a lot. I have a lot of friends who have kids and, um, you know, they're busy all day making sure that the kids get fed and, 
get to school and um, they might not think that they have the time Mm -hmm. um, or the materials to do something. And I think kids are just such a great example of what what I'm trying to accomplish as an adult. Um, So if you really could capitalize, I guess, on creating something with your kids, that would be a, a wonderful way to start. So um, a couple of things that I like to do, uh, I like to create habitats for animals. Um, and I really like to think that this is real or imagined because it's a little bit more fun if you think that this is like an imaginary creature that you're creating. Uh-huh. Um, so that could be just building sculptures from things that you find in your recycling bin. Or um, if you have a yard and you have yard waste, you could go outside and play with the yard waste and create a little habitat for a made-up monster or creature or something um, that you would find in your own fantasy. Um, For kids, if you notice that your kid likes to draw, you can always, you know, put some paper together and have them draw, um, or you could do it alongside your child, but you could draw your own coloring book. Um, If drawing seems like it's too far of a stretch, you can just start with different shapes and just draw basic shapes and play with that and um, put together a little book with um, just things that you can go back on and, and, you know, bring to the park and color later on or um, those are just a couple of things with kids. Yeah. Those know... are super doable. I, we built fairy houses with my nieces once yeah. and they got so into it and it was fun because yeah. it made us get into it too. Exactly. Know, they were really able to picture what we were creating for them. Yeah, and fairy houses are one of my personal favorites. They're everywhere, especially if you go on a little hike or um, even there's urban fairies out there. You know, you could find a little nook and a piece of brick when you're walking around the neighborhood. And that's a perfect place to just get creative and come up with something fun. Um, I think people really uh, look at different things like I don't have materials or, um, you know, I don't have the energy to get outside my house. I think materials are really everywhere. If you take a look at what you throw in the trash or what you're recycling, um, paper towel rolls, old magazines, um, even like nail polish, nail polish is paint. So you have paint, (laughs) you don't have to go out and find it or buy it. You could, you know, you have things that you could use. Um, you know, if you are a, you know, very involved in business. And and this is a real stretch for you to even be listening to a podcast like this, or, um, you know, you're trying to get more connected to your creative side. Um, There are things that you can do at home. You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be creating a masterpiece with oil paints. It could just be colorizing your wardrobe. Or um, if you like to cook, you can play around with creating rainbow plates. Um, you can look outside, bring a piece of nature to work with you for your desk. I think that's something that um, is the start of just a new way of thinking creatively. Um, yeah, I love it. I totally do that with the, um, I try to put all the colors in our dish. I even told my husband last night, we have too many green vegetables tonight. And he goes, you're the one that <laughs> likes the rainbow colors. I don't care. <laughs> I know, but doesn't it make it so much better when you're like, well, I've had a whole plate of different colors. I, I think that matters. It's beautiful. And I didn't even really think of that as being creative. I just thought it was being healthy. Stay- like, I don't know. I was trying to get all the colors in, but it is visually pleasing. <laughs> it's visually pleasing. And yeah. I feel like if you are a visual person, you will be able to identify things like that. And it makes you happy. And once you... Once you're kind of radiating at that level, level, then you, you know, you can see more opportunities to be even more creative. 
Um, instead of feeling like you're a part of a part, meaning like set apart from people who do things like that. See, you, you even said like yourself, I, I don't know, I, I need to become more creative and see what I can do. You're already doing rainbow plates. So you're even doing it. You don't know. even know. <laughs> well, and this podcast is definitely a labor of love and, and creative energy for me. Something totally mm-hmm. different that I just woke up one day and I was like, I'm going to do a podcast. I have no idea how it's going to go. And, but I'm going to do it. And there you go. Yeah. And that it's a very creative way to seek inspiration from others and to also share what works for you too. So that's, I mean, that's a great example of doing something. That's a big leap actually. Yeah, I think that's why I stopped identifying. I was saying I wasn't creative and I stopped saying that because I, I think I envisioned like I have to be able to draw and create something mm-hmm. that's awesome to be creative. But um, I mean, you're definitely highlighting areas in my life that I'm creative and didn't even really notice it. <laughs> yeah. And that's what I really love kind of bringing out in people is seeing what they do and, you know, what their daily rituals look like and, and more people than you would even think have really unique ways of doing things that when you look at it, like, wow, you're actually creating art that really changes, I think the landscape of what is possible. And, um, it's pretty neat. It's pretty neat to see even very literal, uh, you know, mathematicians or, um, people who just operate on a different field than me, I, I think um, almost always when I talk to them about stuff that they do, there's always something that they partake in that's really interesting and unique and and definitely is an artistic way of doing something. Wow, that's so cool. I love that you're seeking that out in folks too, because I can just see myself smiling as you're talking about the things I was already okay. doing, not knowing that I was being creative. And I can imagine you yep. that for other people. They're like, wait, wait, I am creative. That's so cool. <laughs> That's what I hope to do for sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I have been inspired by a lot of different people who have kind of left their day jobs or left their um, normal lives to kind of go on these really neat adventures and, and partake in art and I don't know. It just, it, to me, that seems like a fantasy to be able to do that. So since I'm not doing that anytime soon, you know, I'm still going to stick to my job. But um, I think that the more you insert it into your daily life, the happier you'll feel. And it will really create like a practice that costs nothing, first of all, and um, builds your confidence. So yeah, that's wonderful. Well, I'm curious because this um, recording is is focused on women. If we have men listening, that's awesome too. But we're really looking at kind of connecting women and um, mm-hmm. all the different things we offer. What do you think about like what is why is it so important, especially for women, to to be creative um, in your mind? That's a really good question. Um, I I think um, I've really struggled my whole life with um, perfectionism. Um, I think that, yeah, I know it's, it's, it's a, a rough one. one to talk about if you yeah, want to go no. right to it. Um, it. and I think, um, you know, society as well puts us in these little boxes that, you know, if you, if you are a mom, then your focus is a mom. If you're a businesswoman, your focus is a businesswoman. And it's really hard to kind of balance all the different interests that we have. Um, and they want us to look amazing while we're doing all of that. And I think that um, perfectionism shows up in the weirdest way Uh, for me personally, um, even this morning (laughs) working on my computer, I'm like, okay, this is, this is not going to be perfect, but 
um, I'm doing it. And I think that we need to learn to better um, ignore that voice that comes through, um, that that critic um, that says it's not going to be good enough. No one else is going to like this. You're not doing it right. Um, you, someone else has maybe done it better. Um, and instead kind of make friends with your inner critic. Um, I think especially when you're creating something, you kind of let your inner child be your cheerleader. Um, and that has always been a really good guide for me. It's, it's always really helped me out of that like muddy, uh, watered area where uh, I start getting lost in the abyss of, of self-doubt. Um, and I think women in general have that. We, I think besides just having it on a personal level, I think um, society kind of shoves it down your throat. And so it's difficult to overcome that sometimes. Yeah, that's huge. Thank you so much for bringing that up because it's so true. I just finished yeah. reading Elizabeth Gilbert's book, Big Magic. Okay, um, I've heard of it. I highly recommend it. It's all about living creatively. And she addresses this idea about women, how we wait until we're like more than ready for something to do it. And, and just statistically <laughs> men will jump right in when she used the example of like a guy saying, Oh, I'm about 40% qualified for that job. I think I'll apply. And a woman <laughs> will say I'm 99.6% qualified, but I'm not ready. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. Or, or I'm going to help someone else on their path to getting there. And I'm going to be the encourager and the support to, um, you know, my friend circle, my husband or or my colleagues and help them get to where they want to be. And you always find yourself kind of last on that list. Yeah. Um, and I think that being creative kind of forces you to put yourself in the moment and to not, you know, just for a couple minutes or an hour, get away from all of those feelings of self-doubt for sure. Yeah, that's huge. I love it. So it's, yeah. it's very important to our wellness as women to get in that creative space. I think so. so. Yeah. I, I definitely think so. I can tell when I haven't been. When I haven't been practicing, I start getting really cranky. And yeah. and I usually I get stuck. I feel like I'm blocked. Um, and, and it's funny because I think being creative uh, for a lot of people feels like something that is a block to them. Like, oh, I don't have it. I don't want to go there. But yeah. once you start doing it, you actually realize that you've had all this stuff stuck inside of you that you haven't really been able to get out. And it is a very freeing feeling. Yeah. So you mentioned like channeling your inner like child joy when you mm -hmm. need to push past something just to, to you know get that energy. But is there anything else that you do when even you, it sounds like maybe you get blocked or you just forget mm -hmm. what, what else brings you back to that space? That's a good question. Um, I feel blocked on the weekly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I think it's something that just happens when, um, when maybe you're not making time for yourself. And it, and like I said earlier, it doesn't need to be a big chunk of time that you set out like an appointment or, um, you know, it really doesn't take any sort of um, prep work. It just really is about making a moment for yourself to kind of just do something fun. Um, but when I get stuck in like what I call creative roadblocks, when I feel like I'm just in that area where I really want to do something, but the inspiration's not there, I seek inspiration. I will go on Pinterest and browse through different things that make me happy. I have like a whole, uh, whole board full of um, muse images that, um, nice that just make me happy to look at or mood elevators where I'm like, Oh, that's really cute stuff. And it just lightens my, my mood so that I can get back to um, operating from that happy place. 
Um, but a lot of times, you know, going outside definitely changes things up, going on a walk. Um, I like to declutter and organize when I'm feeling like I can't get anything accomplished creatively. Um, and then a lot of times, like I'll, I'll tell people, you seem like you're blocked or you, you, if you're feeling like you're blocked, you can always ask yourself, where do I get my best ideas? Where, you know, is it, do I usually feel the best when I'm outside at, in, you know, under a beautiful tree or do I get my best ideas really late at night when everyone's asleep and I can just be myself? Um, or what do I love and why do I love it? You know, I really love having luxurious pillows that are really fluffy and, um, you know, beautiful belongings in my home. But why do I love that? Well, maybe you love the texture of it. Maybe that's something you should pay attention to. Maybe playing around with some textures might be your thing. Um, or you really love how things are arranged. Well, maybe photography might be a direction that you could look into and doesn't require, you know, buying a big fancy camera, but maybe trying some things on your, your cell phone while you're out, snapping a couple pictures or, um, basically just seeing where it leads. You know, I, I really think that, um, if you treat everything like it's a, a first draft, you never really get caught up in, um, the perfectionism of it. And it really allows you just to be in the moment and have fun with, with art in general. Those are some great questions to ask, and I love the the tips. I mean, this is I great. Think this would be something to definitely help someone get started. Awesome. With. I hope so. Yeah, and I'm I'm curious if you'll just talk a little bit because I think this is so fun that this is something that you like to do. I think when you have a little bit more time on the weekends, just sort of like go for a walk and just find mm -hmm. inspiration. So how do you like initiate that? And do you have a, do you call it something when you go out and do that? You know, I, I really don't. <laughs> it's funny. Cause even when you're kind of asking like, well, what would be like a good title for the piece or what would be like a subject to talk about? Yeah. I've never even really considered myself an expert in this area. I just always, I'm like, I'm going to go somewhere and, or I feel like, okay, I have a couple hours of sunlight left. Um, I'm going to, you know, take a walk. And usually when I walk around, I, I experience more of, um, a situation where I'm more of a viewer. Um, like almost like if someone's driving you around and you're the passenger, uh -huh. even though you're directing yourself cause you're walking, I kind of just take things in and I'm like, Oh, that's a cool building. I wonder when that was built or, um, that's a neat little flower. I don't know the name of it. And it's just like, this is kind of what I think about when I'm walking. And usually I find inspiration in, in the materials that I come across. Um, and my husband and I like to do this sometimes. Like we live so close to Balboa Park that it's, I mean, that place is full of inspiration. Definitely, but yeah. <laughs> it's really easy to get inspired there. But um, even, you know, like we'll find, we'll come across a tree that the majority of its leaves are um, on the soil around it. Um, and one thing, we'll just kind of start a conversation, like wonder what this, wonder why all the leaves fell off this thing, or gosh, aren't they pretty? They're bright orange. You know, we love mustard, color of mustard. Let's do something with it. And we kind of almost just play around with it like kids would do. It sounds kind of ridiculous, but um, it's a lot of fun. We just sort of try and put ourselves like in the perspective of the tree. If I was standing there, all my beautiful leaves were on the ground, what would I try and say to someone? Like, what would be the message or what is like dying to be used um, in this situation? And we just kind of mess around and 
Um, this particular example we did uh, recently, I think it was around Christmas, we took a, a walk and just kind of played with the materials and we ended up making a big spiral, um, a spiral shape out of all the leaves that had fallen um, just right around the tree. And, and even as we were making it, people were walking past us, kind of looking and it just, I think it's just like a, a way to invite conversation and also a neat thing to leave, um, like a little kind of funny message. Somebody's got to come across it and think like, how did all those leaves get that way? <laughs> yeah, someone did that. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I love it. I think it's great. And and if we think about how many times we see people walking around and they're just staring at their phone, <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, you say it's simple and sounds silly, but I think it's kind of radical right now in the life that we're leading. And just if you look around, everyone is like zombies, sort of. No one's really in yeah. their environment. Um, I know. So I, I think it's huge for us to just put down our phones unless we're taking a picture of our creation or something. But, you know, just to really be present and to look at all the things around us. Yeah, I totally agree. And I'm guilty of that, too. I have a job where I'm on call. So a lot of times I have to sit on my phone and and I really don't enjoy that. That makes me feel blocked. That's one thing that makes me feel really blocked for sure. And so, you know, even just unplugging for a few minutes um, out of every day and taking the time to play with something really has been helpful for me and on many levels. Um, and especially outside, too. I mean, if, if you have a yard, if you're one of the people in San Diego that have a yard, that you, <laughs> you have made it in the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but honestly, just getting outside has something to do, something really, um, I don't know, it, it's, it's like a freeing feeling of not being plugged in, I guess, um, and just having tons of different inspiration. I mean, basically, nature has an endless supply of materials. So if you ever feeling like you don't have enough to do something inside your home, go outside because there is an endless supply. I mean, the world is your toolbox. There are so many things that you could use um, and or bring back, bring back to use later. Yeah, that's great. Well, Joy, is there anything else that you didn't get to share that you would like to? Anything that we didn't address together? <laughs> Um, I, I can't think of anything. I mean, I, I have tons of different examples, but I think that's kind of, um, I think I gave a lot of those. And if anyone really gets stuck thinking of or needing examples of what they can do, um, there are definitely people out there that can lead you in the right direction or just provide inspiration. Um, so I have a couple of those uh, people that I can share. There's a um, a sand artist, his name is Andres Amador. Uh -huh. um, he does these huge mandalas in the sand. Um, he actually travels internationally and he just uh, attaches sand trowels or even like he uses little rakes and he just starts drawing in the sand. And it, the, on any public beach, you can do this. This is something you could do if you're going to the beach. Cool. Um, and it just leaves a, la a lasting impression. Um, or another one of the artists that I would suggest looking into is could be like a little bit of homework or for someone who feels really inspired, they can definitely check out this guy. Um, his name is Andy Goldsworthy. Mm -hmm. um, he's one of my favorite artists of all time. And he uses materials native to whatever area that he's in. So he creates the most beautiful sculptures out of snow or ice um, or just twigs falling from a nest or something he will recreate them it's he just he has a documentary it's called rivers and tides 
Um, oh, yeah, and, I thought that was the one you were telling me about. Yeah, it might be on Netflix. I'm not sure, but um, it's it's so inspiring to watch. So. Okay, well, I'll link those um, at, under the podcast. So thank you for sharing that. That's great. Just to see what people are doing. It's a good point when we think like, oh, well, I can't do it. Look at these people that are just, you know, like this Andy guy, just wherever he is, he just makes do with what he has. So yeah, and it's really enough. beautiful. Yeah. Wonderful. Great. Well, I want to ask you a few questions that are unrelated. What's one book that changed your life? Oh, oh gosh. I love to read. I have so many books. Um, well, one that I think was very life-changing for me was The Artist's Way. Um, uh, yes, I have not read that, but familiar with it. That is, that really, it's supposed to be like a 12-week thing. It took me about 12 months to get through it, but mm -hmm. um, it's a really great exercise in some of the stuff that I've been talking about and also um, reevaluating um, a lot of different things. That, that book is incredible. I really liked it. Okay, excellent. Is that the one where they say to do the morning pages when you first wake yes. up? Okay. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, and she actually, she also talks about um, artist dates, which is a really great thing if, if people are looking to um, practice creativity. She gives some guidelines about different things that you can do um, to, to every day to take yourself for every, I think it's a weekly thing, like every week to take yourself on a little artist date. And I thought that was a really cool aspect to that book. Yeah, that's wonderful. Um, and then you sort of already said that there's a lot of people who inspire you, but, um, who inspires you right now or who comes to mind? Um, oh gosh. Well, you know, I really like the funny girls that keep me laughing when, <laughs> when I get stuck. Um, you know, <laughs> Tina Fey, Amy Poehler. Oh my gosh. Um, did you see their new movie sisters? I have not yet. It's I really hilarious. want to see it. <laughs> yeah. That's, I definitely want to see that. I kind of was waiting to make a, like a ladies night out of it. Oh, um, fun. But yeah, they, they inspire me because they really are super smart and, um, they also make me laugh. And, um, I just think that they've done so many things creatively and they're just still winning at it. So yeah, I think Excellent. they're pretty awesome. Yeah. They're definitely inspirational they've they've changed the they've changed women in comedy that's for sure <laughs> yeah and they they have been there since the beginning so well thank you so much joy for sharing all of your wonderful tips and just your your outlook i mean what i'm getting from it is that we can all find creativity in our everyday actions if we just take a little time to pay attention mm -hmm, definitely just make that commitment almost that i, I mm -hmm. will look for creative like I'll look for creativity in, in each moment of the day mm -hmm. and when you get stuck go outside I mean it sounds like that's your solution and and I think for a lot of people that's a good idea we definitely need to spend more time outside myself included <laughs> yeah I yep <laughs> definitely okay. agree well thank you so much it was a thank pleasure you. and I, I really enjoyed just hearing about how I'm creative in ways I didn't even know <laughs> <laughs> I bet there are so many more too but I thank you for having me and I think this is a really wonderful project that you've started and um, I can't wait to hear what everyone else has to say. And I, I just really feel full of gratitude for being able to be a part of something like this. So thank Aww. you. Well, feeling is mutual. You're very welcome. Take awesome. care. You too. Bye-bye.